Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for this opportunity to gather in your house, Lord, and to gather in your presence to learn more about you, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that you have sent to guide us into all truth and show us things to come. Lord, we thank you for the armor that you've given us, Lord, so that we can stand against the adversary, Lord, and advance in your goodwill and your pleasure towards us, Lord, and your purpose that you've destined for each and every one of us. God, we thank you for our partners and our listeners, Lord, that they are coming into a deeper relationship with you each day, Lord, that they are understanding more about you, Lord, and that you are good to them, Lord. We thank you for your blessings and the benefits that you've given to us, Lord, and the privilege of knowing you and your son, God, and to be reunited in the heavenly kingdom at the end of the time. So, Lord, we just thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our discussion in the Word and in the book of Acts. We are this morning I'll say covering again, Acts chapter 10, verses 24 through 48. So if you have not read it at this time, I recommend that you pause the episode and read that section of scripture so that way you can, it'll be easier to follow along with our discussion. All right. Now, if we're all ready, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you have. So who would like to begin? I will. All right, I promise. Okay, so the Lord brought my attention to verse 28 where it said, Then he said to them, Do you know how unlawful it is for a Jewish man to keep company with or go to one of another nation? But God has shown me that I should not call any man common or unclean. And so the Lord reminded me of inside of Ezekiel, not Ezekiel, Zechariah, um, where it's talking about that the children of Israel, people would see them joyful on the streets, and then those people would be brought into a relationship with the Lord. And so the Lord reminded me of how I don't think there's anywhere inside the Bible where it said that Jews people weren't supposed to speak to um, Gentiles, and how it just said that they weren't supposed to be married to them. At that time. And so the Lord reminded me of how. With that. That that was also a man-made law. And how they said. You can't associate with these people. Because they were considered unclean. Well hold on a second. So it's not a man-made law. But what did, what did they mean by a Gentile? Someone who wasn't Jewish. Okay. That's not exactly accurate right. The Lord said, do not attach yourself to a foreigner, right? Yes, yes. So, I mean, even when we look at the the lineage of Christ, right? There, yes. There's a couple people in there that, um, well, 
by the law that you, with what you're trying to say would be excluded and it would have been sin, right? Yes. And who would do you know who those they would be? Um, not Naomi. Ruth. Ruth. Okay. And Rahab. And Rahab. All right. So, but what does the Lord constitute as a foreigner? An unbeliever. Okay, so someone who does not receive or adhere to the, I'll say, customs and traditions, if you will. And by traditions, I mean what the Lord said, right? That has not received the Lord for who he is, right? That That's the difference. And then chooses to walk in his ways. But someone that is in opposition is worshiping other gods. That's what a, a foreigner is, right? Yes. yes. Because Jesus even said to the, the Pharisees, right? You travel the world to make one proselyte, one convert one person, right? Yes. But he says, because you're in opposition, you make them twice the son of the devil or twice the son of hell as yourselves, right? In other words, yes. saying yes. you, and to what Jesus was saying to the Pharisees is, you haven't even walked in the way that the Lord intended. So when we look at the uh, what the Lord is saying there, right? It's not just about someone who isn't Jewish. It's that someone who will not serve the Lord, God. And he first said that he was, he chose the nation of Israel. Well, conceptually, we need to consider what was supposed to happen. We went to the promised land. Because mm-hmm. there was no intermixing at all, period. Because it co- it corrupts and pollutes. No different than when Jesus said, beware the leaven of the Pharisees. I mean, it's just, once something gets in, it corrupts and pollutes. So ideally, what God was trying to show us was a, a, a pure nation that would glorify him. Amen. But but he also says, Jesus said very plainly, not all are Israel that are of Israel, right? Yeah, so, yeah I'm just... So for us, conceptualize that that yes. aspect of it. So there's that there is also that flavor in their heritage of what it should have been mm-hmm. that that does influence the thoughts of them about how they associate with foreigners and or Gentiles. Absolutely, but then we also have to examine even in that right because we're all learning, we're all growing, we're all maturing in the things of the Lord. What did the Lord actually mean by that? Because even in what we're discussing right now, brother. That's a, a natural-minded perspective of things. Well, we are first spirit. We Spirit, soul, and body are who we are. Well, things happen spiritually first and then manifest in the natural. So what manner of spirit are we? In other words, are we reflecting the Lord and His Holy Spirit in our lives? So we can understand what He's saying. That's why... One of the reasons he had to send Christ, so to teach us what he actually meant and how it was carried out. Because clearly it was not being carried out in how he meant it to be and instructed it. There was a, a misunderstanding. And, uh, yeah, I'll just say, I'll just leave it at that. There was a misunderstanding and in the scripture, which then impacted how it was carried out or lived out by the people. Okay, so I just I just want to let us set that straight there, sir. So we'll continue to listen to the Lord, but share share what what else He is teaching you or speaking to you. Is that 
And so the Lord reminded me of how Peter then go, well, I'm not supposed to be with you, so I'm going to make this shorter than leave as soon as it's as soon as we're done. And so the Lord reminded me, mine because they had to be there for that specific amount of time. And the Lord reminded me of how if he had just abbreviated all that he was going to say and just said a couple words and then left, it would have been incomplete. Hmm. So he wouldn't have fulfilled the full purpose that the Lord had called him to, right? Yes. Saying what he said to say and doing what he said to do, right? Yes. But then also, what did what did Jesus say even to Peter to his disciples? You are my friends if you do the commands of my Father. Do what I command you. Okay. So, we, I'll say, the obligation, the expectation is that we do what the Lord commands. If he's truly our God, and we're truly his people, his servants, then we should have no problems carrying out what he's given us to carry out, whether that's in deed or in word, right? Speaking. Yes. Yes. And all of it is an act of worship, right? Those that worship will worship in spirit and truth. Yes. Yes. So it's for us to understand, right, and rightfully divide the word, right, which is what we're yes, also yes. instructed to do. And how do we do that? By just by spending time in the scripture? No. No. Now how? By listening to the Holy Spirit and what he's saying. Okay. <clears throat> Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the only one who truly knows what the scripture is referring to. In our own human mind, we will twist and warp it to what we wanted to say, whereas the Holy Spirit is not subject to his own opinion, but only does what the Father says and listens to what the Father says and discloses it unto us. Amen. And he says he will lead you and guide you into all the truth. Yes. Okay. Jesus said he was the truth, the way, and the life. Okay? Yes. yes. So he's going to literally lead us and guide us in the way of Christ. And with his thoughts, right? That's exactly yes, what David yes. prayed, right? That he would know the Lord's ways and thoughts because they were not his ways, but they were higher than. So we see that here in, I'll say, the necessity of that being filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Hmm. What else? Or do you have more, sir? I didn't. Okay. Anyone else? Um, I thought it was interesting with Peter when he said, um, in every nation, whoever fears him, that is Jesus, and works righteousness, is accepted by him. And it just caused me to think about how we do things today and what we think. We believe that if you donate $5,000 to charity, uh, you'll get into heaven. If you never swear, if you never drink, if you n- never do um, things that you shouldn't, if you never tell a lie, that you're going to make it into heaven. And we say that it's works-based. And that's the message that we've, um, as the church, have been preaching to the world, if you will, instead of coming back to look at the scripture. And what Peter's saying right here, he who works righteousness, not who he who does the mer- most good works, because then by that factor, everybody would make it into heaven because we've all done something nice once in our life. Um, but that's not 
what God desires. He doesn't want just your works and he doesn't want just your words. He wants your heart and he wants you to work in alignment with his spirit and he wants you to trust him. And that's something that the Lord has been talking to me about lately, about trusting him and working with him instead of against him. He brought it to my attention um, a couple days ago and he told me that I was telling him no. And I was for a moment, I was like, Lord, I'm not telling you no. But then in that very instant of me telling him that I wasn't telling him no, I was in fact telling him no. <laughs> it's amazing how he does that. Yes, and so he was... And by does that, I mean reveals that to us. That's correct, because at, if the Holy Spirit hadn't told me, I would have kept on thinking that I was working with God and I was doing his will when I wasn't. And I would have caused myself to be shortchanged of God's full blessing because... Well, I thought I was doing it well my way. And so Peter was telling Cornelius and all his household and his friends that he brought together that this is how you actually pursue God. This is what it actually looks like. Working righteousness, not being nice to people. Hmm. I love how you brought up the simplicity of the message. Actually, both, both of you brought that up, right? The simplicity of Peter's message. He talks about all these things of the Lord, right? Yes. Yes. But it's something that we cannot earn and really do not deserve. Mm -hmm. So it's not about how much money we donate or how, how much, I'll say, good works we do or right, anything else. It's only about doing what the Father wills. And what he said was, hold on, let me get to that section. I just turn the page and... <laughs> Lost my place, so excuse me. Um, it's in, in, in Acts chapter ten forty three, says of him that's that's Jesus, all the prophets bear witness that through his name everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. And of course, he says we must believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. Later, right? Yes. So, so there's there's a couple things there. Just belief and confession, right? Testifying or testimony, right? And what does Revelation 19 say about Jesus? It says that the, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, right? Yes. yes. So uh, I'll bring this up because it, it matters. It's only because of the Father's love that he sent his son or he gave us grace by sending his son that we receive through faith, which is something that we've clearly been discussing a lot with Cornelius, just the amount of faith that he has. But it's for everyone, everyone that would believe, right? That's what Scripture says, and that's exactly what Peter is saying here. If you would believe, then you will receive forgiveness for your sins. Where It doesn't matter how small or great you consider them to be, Jesus died for literally everyone and every sin that could ever be committed, regardless of what people say. That is his point and purpose in coming here, to redeem us from death, sin, and the curse. So the encouragement is that you would receive him for who he is and acknowledge what he's done and just believe him. And it's, it is a simple message. Right, and I'm, as we're talking, uh, and you were talking, I was also reminded of um, the Old Testament where he said, hey, go dip seven times in the river, right? And he was told, yes. 
oh, but that's all I got to do is a simple thing. There's cleaner water elsewhere, right? And Yes. And, and the message that he received was, if he'd have told you to do something difficult, you would have done it so quickly. Why is this such a difficult thing for you to do? It's simple. It's easy. Mm-hmm. So why is there such struggle? So I just want to encourage you to, I'll say, to have faith, to trust the Lord that what he said, as simple as it, it sounds, is literally, it's that simple to receive the thing that you truly desire, which is him in your life. Well, I did, but we're almost out of time for today. Okay. You want to give them a preview or? Well, actually, I was just kind of thinking about the looking at this section of scripture from the, the perspective of being one who is a preacher of the gospel um, from the minister's, minister's perspective and the fact that it didn't all rest on Peter, that it wasn't his perfect words, it wasn't him getting things all right. He basically was like, uh-huh, and, <laughs> and just started talking about who Jesus is just in, like you said, simplicity, but in truth and who he is and what they experience, what he experienced experience. with the Lord. Amen. And in that, the Lord was able to see um, and do everything that he wanted to do. We don't have a, a, a section of scripture here where it says, now Peter preached his message, then he laid hands on them, then they confessed Jesus as Lord, and then he prayed for them and they received the baptism. Mm-hmm. It happened almost simultaneously. Amen. You have one verse where they... Uh, where he says, uh, verse 43, to him all the prophets witness that through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. And then the next verse, while Peter was was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell. We know salvation had to happen first before the baptism of the Holy Spirit could take place. So that happened all in quiet on the part of the people. But God said, I see your heart. I see your faith. I got that you're mine and I'm pouring out my blessing. And it happened all but in the twinkling of an eye. And Peter really didn't even know what was going on. All he, you know, he was just like, oh, here they started speaking in tongues. You know, the, the room didn't shake. He didn't lay hands. He didn't do the things that he would typically expect to do. But here God is moving and working. And so for me, that that just creates another level of liberty for as one who preaches the gospel Amen. and receives from the Lord. But also for those who are believing God concerning your children to be saved, your loved ones to be saved, rest assured it doesn't have to be according to what your eyes think it should look like or what your ears think you Amen. should hear to know that they're saved. It goes by what God sees in their heart and what he commissions as they belong to me. They've committed themselves to me and now I receive them. So it just, it, so many sides, it brings, it, it breeds confidence in the Lord and confirmation that he's God all by himself. He's a good God. And he wants us to cooperate and he'll take care of the rest. He'll bring the power. He'll bring himself. <laughs> Let us show up and, and bring what he puts on the inside of us. You know, Peter Amen. was, he was obedient to what was given to him, but he wasn't a scholar standing there. He was like, uh, uh-huh. and then, you know, we see him <laughs> later on explaining to everybody else, uh, uh-huh. this is what the Lord did. So this is That's my conclusion. <laughs> you know, but as you were, as you were speaking, I was reminded of, uh, of Jesus, right? When, because we in the natural like to look at processes and well, you got to meet these wickets and checks in the boxes, right? And and that complicates things. The Lord's the one that knows the thoughts and intentions of the heart, right? And and I was reminded of Jesus during his ministry, his earthly ministry, 
where he says, is it easier to say, you know, your sins are forgiven you and all this other stuff, right? And he, and he goes on, or is it just, or is it easier to say, rise up rise and walk, up your bed get up, take up your bed and walk? What's, which is easier? What's easier, right? So mm. if we're looking for processes, right? Well, you got to believe and you got to confess. And well, um, actually it happens here. They did confess that Jesus is Lord. They just didn't do it in an earthly language. They did it speaking in tongues. What's easier, right? But it still meets, if you will, the wickets, the check in the box that many look for. And the wickets are the Lord's. Get your stinking wickets out the way because they they hinder the work of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Get, get, I'm talking about mine too. Get my stinking wickets out the way. Right. I, my job is, is, is to obey God and let him get the glory how he wants to. Let's let him judge. He, again, he knows the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Let's just yield our heart, our will, the entirety of our being to him and his will mm-hmm. on the entire earth. And as the Lord puts his word in your heart and he puts it in your mouth and he says, go, go, <laughs> go in faith, trusting that he will do what he wants to do and stay engaged with him. You know, your hair doesn't have to be just right. Your face doesn't have to be in the perfect light. You don't have to be standing on your good foot. You don't have to be having the right music in the background. Just be obedient. Keep your heart open to the Lord and go. Let him mm-hmm. do the work. Let him bring forward what he wants. Amen. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, just thank you for today. And Lord, just thank you for giving us a standard, Lord, so that we're able to meet it, Lord. Mm-hmm. And Lord, I also just thank you for just giving us everything that we need, Lord, before we even need it. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.